What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Weidel, and on today's episode, we are talking about a concept. I don't know if anyone said something like this before, but I thought of it today, and I thought it sounded nice, and we are going to roll with it. So as you can tell by the title, that concept is, when you hit rock bottom, bounce. You can kind of guess what we're going to be talking about, but it's going to be some good stuff. So we put, before we get into the meat of the episode, uh, if you didn't catch the last episode, be sure to go back. That is a really great episode. I can say that because I recorded it a couple times, and uh, whenever I do that, that's when it's really good after I've recorded it a couple times. The first t- time, it was like so long, and I was like, I don't know about this one, and I redid it, and it just came out super quick. It's fire, but... It has a major announcement in it, and that major announcement is I will only be doing a minimum of Monday podcasts from now on. I might every once in a while put out a Thursday episode, but you can hear why that is in the last episode if you want to hear the business um you know tactical reasoning behind so and uh, you can of course catch plenty more content from me on my YouTube channel, Derek Fidel, or on my Instagram at social bamboo with an underscore at the end. So you should have no shortage of content from me, but look for new episodes every Monday at the minimum, uh, still coming from this episode, excuse me, from this podcast. All right. So when you hit rock bottom bounce, a lot of times in life, we need to hit a rock bottom in some way, shape or form in order for change to ever even happen. And rock bottom, I think when you think of it, you think, all right, I lost my job, I lost my girlfriend, I lost my life savings, I had my house broken into and a fire happened and burnt down my rental property. It doesn't have to be like the absolute worst scenario. It can just be hitting a wall more so. And These are the times in life that we don't want to have to get to, but oftentimes are necessary in order for major change to happen. And this is where your defining moments in life will happen. For business, a lot of you, when you start your business, it happens at this kind of time. Maybe you were fired and then you said, you know what, I'm going to start that business. This is as good a time as ever. Or maybe you just learned you have a kid on the way. So you know, I need to start this right now and I need to get this up and running. I got nine months to figure this out before I have a child dependent on me. And when these moments happen in your life, they will be the crappiest times of your life, but the the night is, <laughs> what's the fucking expression? The the. The night, uh, the sky is darkest just before the dawn. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. It really is a great expression, though, for this. And I kind of hit that spot today. I won't go into my specific scenario. But in a certain area of life, I hit what I would consider a wall. And the only way to go is to turn around and bounce back as hard as you can. And I would like to give you some advice for... When you are in this position, whether it be changing careers, making a major pivot in your business, or maybe you're getting rid of an addiction, you're changing a habit, what you want to do is, first off, reach out to people who are where you want to be. 
And the reason why this tip is so important is because rarely do people reach out to people who are where they want to be. And a lot of times, they don't even know people who are where they want to be, which is a large part of this problem. And this isn't the particular situation that I kind of hit the wall on today, but it's something that I hit the wall on in the last few months, and that was smoking marijuana for me. And this is something that nearly all of my friends do. I live in Colorado. It's pretty common. And for a lot of them, weed isn't that big of a detriment to their life. So when I was going through some withdrawals, and and this is just a specific example, but it really pertains to everything. Like even if you're uh, wanting to change jobs, I'll just quickly remark, if you're wanting to open up your own business and then you call people who don't own their own business and say, yeah, I just really want to give it a shot and open that business and stop working for someone else. If that person works for someone else, their advice is only going to be so good. And especially if the going gets tough and you keep calling that person just because they're your best friend, if they're not where you want to be, it's actually not someone who you should call, even though they have your best interest in mind. You should not call them. And for me, I'm calling some friends every once in a while that I know have had some run-ins with marijuana in the past. And I say, hey, I know that you were trying to quit for a while. How'd that go? And they said, yeah, I quit for a month and then I got back into it. And I realized that it's not that bad. And I said, oh, okay. That was not a great conversation to have. Or I'll call another friend and they'll be smoking marijuana at the time that I call them, (laughs) right? And I'm like, this is not a good idea. So earlier today, I booked a call with a marijuana recovery coach. And that person knew exactly what I was going through. That's their entire job. And obviously, this is not someone who's going to be like, oh, no, I realize it's not that bad. This is the person who actually understood where I was at. And the, the first tip that I'm giving you here is make sure you call someone who is where you are looking to go, regardless of if they are a close friend or family member. And even in cases where I'm calling a family member who might think, yeah, yeah, definitely get rid of it. If they've never struggled with that addiction in the past too, it's also hard to talk to them because it's not just that they are where you want to go, but they have not been where you have been. So you really got to call someone who has been in both cases. And that's why having coaches is such a great idea. The other thing with this is that you need to know that what you're wanting to do with your life is only up to you. And that's the other thing I had to realize with this is I can call people all day that I know quit for a while and then got back into it. And I can keep calling them and calling them and calling them and get all these stories about how they dealt with it. And none of those are valuable to my situation. Because when I think about it, a lot of those friends are content with their current career, are content in their current relationship, are content with their current income, are content with just the general pace of their life. They're just like, you know what, I work for this company. This is how much I get paid. I don't really care if I get promoted. I go to work from 9 to 5. I get home a couple times a week. I might smoke weed or it really doesn't matter. Like I drink. I, um, you know, I, I do some retail therapy. And that 
works for them, and it's fine. I, on the other hand, when I do a goal-setting scenario of where do I want to be in 5 years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, every single one of those situations has me speaking on stages. The only way to speak on stages at business conferences is to truly be a leader in the business space. And the only way to do that is to have an immense amount of success. And the current pace of work that I was doing with the marijuana in the works is uh, not good enough. So I had to come to terms with, I'm not trying to go where they are. And they're kind of already where they're looking to go. They're working that job and they just have to go through the motions of their life. They just, yeah, they can go through the monotony of their life and it's fine. And for me, I'm not looking to have that life. So for me to take advice on, oh, it looks like it's working okay with you and, and relate that to my situation, that's just not being an independent thinker. So a lot of hitting rock bottom is making this decision by yourself. Let's go back to the business example. Let's say that you've been working a traditional job for 10 years and you just can't take it anymore. You've always had some ideas for businesses that you want to start. You've gotten comfortable at your work. You've gotten promoted a couple of times, but you're sick of your coworkers. And before it's too late, you need to give a shot to entrepreneurship. This is great. You also need to understand that because you've already gotten comfortable in your role and you have this nice salary and predictable income, you're going to be giving up a lot to do this. And if you call your friends and family that have their traditional careers, they might encourage you for a little bit. But three months in, if it's not going well, they're going to tell you, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with my career. I'm not sure why you don't just be fine with your career. You had it all. You had a health insurance. You had a 401k that the company was matching. What are you doing? Hey, you. Yeah, you listening. Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? Then you need to come check out the Life, Money, and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber, and actor, Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money, and More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money, and More podcast. And these are not the opinions that you need to be listening to. You need to either be talking to people who are in line with your way of thinking, or you need to only be listening to yourself. And that is why the only people who ever make it in entrepreneurship are truly independent thinkers. I've said on a lot of episodes that an entrepreneur loves support, but a true entrepreneur does not need it. They can have all their friends and family tell them that what their idea is is terrible and after a couple months, like really be calling them to tell them to switch careers and that everything they're doing is not going to work out and they can have even their 
partner. God forbid that it's someone that you're married to, but someone you're dating say, yeah, I don't believe you should do that. And that was what I, I had happening when I started the podcast. My partner was highly opposed to it. Five years later, good thing I stuck with what I knew was right. And this is going to be the key when you hit rock bottom to bouncing because you can bounce, but the goal is to keep that momentum because if you don't bounce and not return, then you will just keep, you'll do this big bounce and then you'll fall back down and then you might bounce a little bit again and uh, you know what, yeah, I, I am going to try my business uh, like, eh, and then you're just going to slowly bounce, 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 bounce until you are back on that ground. When you hit rock bottom, or this wall, if you will, and you bounce, you need to bounce so hard that you don't look back. And for that reason, you're going to need to do things that make it so you can't. So the first phase to this that I said is you need to talk to people who have been where you were and are where you're looking to go. And those are the only people that you can take advice from. It will be fun to call your parents. It will be fun to call your friends that are always there for you. If they are not where you are looking to go in life, their advice will be wrong. The second thing is that you need to be a completely independent thinker. And with that, I will also say that you need to journal and everything at that time. You need to journal so that your initial thoughts, which are usually the strongest, the day that you hit that rock bottom, let's say it's, you know, I need to quit drinking. That day that you think about it, you're going to be the most in tune with all of your reasons why than you ever will be. And that's why you need to write those down. And before you would ever consider a relapse, you need to read that journal entry from that day. All right. So this is very much like what getting rid of any addiction is like. You know when you get in a breakup and the first day, maybe you're the person who broke up with them. You're so excited. You finally did it. You've been thinking about it for a long time. You finally did it. You're so stoked. Six months down the road, if you haven't found a new relationship, for some reason, all you can remember are all the positives of that old relationship. And you're like, wait, why did I break up with them? They were so good in this way, in this way, in this way. And that is what addiction is like. Or leaving your traditional job. You'll leave that traditional job. You haven't made any money in entrepreneurship. That suddenly, six months down the road, you're like, wait, I, I kind of liked that job. I kind of liked – my boss was pretty cool. I mean – he, he wasn't perfect, but no one is. And yeah, man, I really, I liked the cafeteria they had too. You're going to start remembering all the things that were good and that's it. And that's why the day that you hit rock bottom is very important that you journal all of the reasons why you are doing it and you constantly reapproach those. And if anything, you keep adding to it. And then the third and final component to hitting rock bottom in a way that you bounce so hard off that wall that you don't return is by burning the ships. You need to do something that gets rid of this reality existing as much as you can. So one thing that you can do, when I said, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to sell digital education couple hours later, I bought a $5,000 course. It's pretty difficult to go back on that decision if I just committed myself $5,000. The, the best way to do it is always to financially commit yourself. You need to start going to the gym? Cool. Well, maybe it's like 2 a.m. that you have this decision. You know what? I am so sick 
of being sick and tired. <laughs> sick and tired of being sick and tired. I need to get into the gym and it's 2 a.m. And you're, you're saying like, tomorrow, I'll do it. No, no, no. You have to do something right then. You have to commit yourself right then when the motivation is probably at the highest point. Because you don't want to rely on yourself to do something about it when your motivation is anything less than that. So what do you do? You buy a gym membership that night. You get online, you go to 24hourfitness.com and you buy a gym membership. You do something so that you are now financially committed to it. What did I do for getting rid of marijuana? I spent $750 on a marijuana addiction recovery coach because I've already tried it a few times and I'm like, now, sweet, I already did it. What am I going to do? Spend $750 and relapse? No, I know that I need this out of my life and I'm committing to it. So that's what you do. You you commit yourself in some way. If you know that you have an ex that you should not be contacting again, then perhaps you should block that person. And I almost hesitate to say that because I've been on the end of being blocked before and it absolutely sucks. And it can be really devastating in a lot of ways. So know what the situation is. If you will be doing significant damage to that person's life, then then maybe you communicate with them and say, hey, I'm going to be doing this. Don't take it too personally. I just know that I keep wanting to talk to you and it's just not good for me at this point of my life. We need to not talk. You can have that conversation if you are mature enough. And I wish the world was a little bit more mature in these ways. I think... Uh, Anyone who doesn't appreciate clear communication is is extremely immature. So I will say that, that if you feel like it's more appropriate to give an honest response first uh, and, and before you, you would do such a thing or you need to just tell them, hey, like I can't talk to you anymore. Maybe you don't actually like block them, but you, 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 know, you tell them I can't talk to you anymore. Or maybe you delete their number just so that you can't even get to it. And you tell your friends, no matter what I tell you, do not give me their phone number because I know what I'll do with it. And you do something like this where the action gets rid of the possibility of you returning. And this is really the only way to, to bounce back where you're going to have the velocity that you won't fall back down and you won't hit that wall again. You need to do something that basically just gets rid of the wall. You need to delete the wall as best as you can, like in whatever way that is possible and it will be difficult and that's what hitting rock bottom is like overall but do you know what's even more difficult was hitting that rock bottom in the first place and that thing that you were getting rid of is the reason that you were there so how this could exist in, in career a lot of people, they put in their like a six months notice even. My friend Erica did this with her business. She said, you know what? I need to make it happen by this day. And she got to a point where she was already getting some sales. She was already getting some clients. So she could see the light at the end of the tunnel. And as soon as she saw the light at the end of the tunnel, she told her work, hey, in six months, I will be leaving this company. I will be running my own business. And I'm just letting you know now at six months, October 12th, Whatever it is, I'm putting in my resignation. That is the last day. And she burnt the ships. And that's how she did it. That's how she left her job. And you take some kind of action that makes it so you have to do it. Because when you're in a position where you have to, the likelihood that you will goes up dramatically. So those are the three things. The first one 
Talk to the right people. You can still talk to those friends and family, but you need to take it with a grain of salt. And you can't expect to be getting the right advice from people who haven't been where you were and are looking to where you're, you're wanting to go. So if that involves you paying for a coach, sounds like a great idea. And on that note, I'll say, if I am somewhere that you would like to go, make sure you start off by booking a free consultation with me uh, for 45 minutes. I've been on the phone a bunch this last week talking to you business owners, and some of you were by no means ready to make investments in your business. But after that call, we really put you on the right path to be able to a lot sooner. Some of those calls, man, I saved like years of their life. So take me up on that. If you don't have people in your corner that are successful business owners, why don't you book a call with one, especially because it's free? The second thing is that you are going to document that day and you're going to write down all the reasons why. And I can't remember. I think there's a little bit more to it. Go back in the episode. (laughs) And then the third thing is you're going to take some kind of action that either financially commits you to it or commits you to it in some way that it, it sets a date that you will have to be over that, um, you know, by the end of that period. And that is really the only way to make sure that you don't come back to that wall. Because if you only bounce off it so hard that first time, every time you come back to that wall, you actually don't gain velocity with each time hitting the wall. I, I mean, I will say like, I guess with like the marijuana example, like it took me three times to relapse and Uh, or three times, like this is my third time of, uh, you know, really getting rid of it on day 32 now. And uh, this time, I feel like I definitely have like that velocity. So I I guess that, you know, there's some gray space to it. But the reason why I was saying that there generally isn't as much velocity every time you hit the wall is because you lose a little bit of belief that you can do it. You you might say, you know, I'm quitting alcohol. Yeah, I'm doing it. And then a couple weeks later, you you uh you go out to the bars and you drink and you say okay well i thought i was going to do this and here i am at the wall again and you know what i i that situation really showed me i i remember now why i did it that can happen or you can say dang i guess this is harder than i thought maybe this isn't as much in my control as i thought and maybe i am kind of a slave to this addiction so your mindset might not process the failure in the right way um, but it, but it can process it in the right way to to really rebound in the right way. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't try again, but whenever you hit this wall, you should be hitting it and bouncing off of it with the intent to never return. And that would be how you do it. So for those of you that are wanting to start your own business, what I will tell you is that there is nothing you have to learn before you start it. If you think, yeah, well, let me finish college and then I'll start it. If you think, well, let me finish, uh, you know, I, I really want to go through some more of Alex Hormozzi's videos. I, I know what business I want to start, but I just really want to uh, figure it out. I want to, you know, I want to be on TikTok a little bit longer and get a game plan. That's all bullshit. If you don't start your business within 24 hours of right now, you'll probably never do it. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Every business idea that I've ever had was started that day. That's the only way this works. There's no hesitation. When you know that it's something that you want to do, you just start out right away. And again, college will offer you zero helpful information for starting a business. Less than zero. It's all bullshit. It's all outdated. It is completely worthless information to starting a business. You want to open up a hair salon? Then take a how to open a hair salon 
course <laughs> made by someone who has started their own hair salon, not a business ethics course from someone who's never opened a business. It, it should make perfect sense to you, especially because the, the latter of those is 10 times the cost and way more time to complete. You, you just need to go to the person who's actually done what you're looking to do and learn from them. So bounce hard, my friends. I can't wait to see what you make of your lives. And I hope that you are focused on living your life up to your full potential. That really is what is going to come to it. So I'll conclude in saying this. Ask yourself, on a scale of 0 to 100, if you had to pick what number you would like to live out your life to, to which potential? And there's no wrong answer. 60%, that's fine. 70, that's fine. If you had to pick a number, 0 to 100, or say 1 to 100, how much of your potential would you like to live up to? For a lot of people, that answer is 100. And that is a completely healthy answer. And you know what needs to be done in order for you to do so. So get after it. <laughs>